Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello and welcome to Perfect Person, the show where I'm perfect and you're a person. Obviously, (laughs) I scarfed a tuna sandwich 15 minutes ago, moments before my guest arrived. Amazing. I sort of had it and it was an olive oil tuna. Yeah. Mm. I'm always wondering if you'd smell it in the studio. You know, it's. Uh, I picked up on it. But you, you did. Know, did no, you? no, I'm kidding. <laughs> You're fine. I walk in. The place smells like tuna. Right. You're practically reeking. This with is this stuff. disgusting. Is there a tuna boat out back? Like, I what's know, going I'm on really, here? I'm really sorry. Well, um, obviously, I'm here with Hassan Kader. Uh, oh. Thank you. You know him from just all over the internet as the spooky little voice of Mickey Mouse, the puppet, <laughs> uh, from your commentary stuff, from your podcast, Bad Days. Hassan, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Excited to, to help people. Yeah. <laughs> That's my purpose in life, wow, you know? That was, that, was, that was so warm and nice. Um, well, uh, obviously, you know, you're on the show. Uh, what qualifies you as a perfect person to take these calls to sort of, you know, let people into your mind house so that they can emerge ascended? Oh, simply, I grew up brown in Alabama. If I didn't figure out how to cope with bullying, <laughs> the bullying and the stress, yeah. how could how could I exist in this world? You know, so. absolutely. <laughs> I know I'm from North Carolina myself. Okay, so also the South. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, uh, sometimes I miss it. You're still living there, right? I still am. Yeah, actively. Do you have plans to move elsewhere? Or are you enjoying it so far? Well, you know, I enjoy the room. The space is nice. So it's there. it's it's a tough decision to be like. Hey, give up your house and live in a studio apartment with your four cats and just yeah, exist. <laughs> absolutely. No, it's a lot like you're paying a lot more for a lot less. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I'm in this industry, so at some point I will have to like compromise and be somewhere near here for at least a, at least a couple years. You yeah, know? So. absolutely. Well, um, in case uh, people are listening and they, they're like, I'm trying to place that voice, why don't you tell the audience what it is that you do in your sector of the internet? Okay, perfect. So I, um, I hated myself enough to buy a Mickey Mouse puppet once, and then I, <laughs> I made videos on TikTok, and I gained six million followers just reacting to videos and, yeah. and making Mickey just awful. And, and I wrote character traits for him to abide by, and they're awful character traits, and he abides by them well. Um, so I used that. And then I branched off. I'm the uh, I'm a host with Comic Story and Absolutely, where we hmm. talk about comic books and pop culture. And then on the personal front, uh, Bad Days is my podcast line. Hmm. It's your bad days are your best stories. Yeah. And uh, I'm doing commentary YouTube now, where I spend five weeks just digging into a topic that's going to get me in so much trouble. Yeah, there you go. You sort of were outing secrets from your hometown, right? Yeah, my most recent episode, there's a... Christian private school uh, down the road. For, when I say down the road, I mean like 
it's a it's a six minute straight shot from my home. <laughs> And um, I discovered they built a state-of-the-art podcasting room, not unlike this beautiful studio here. This is actually a Christian room. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Dale, were you going to insult Christianity here? Because uh, no. Yeah, we love the big guy. <laughs> we do. J-Man, he's chilling. He's great. J-Man. Yeah, we but, call him J-Man. Yeah, they built a state-of-the-art podcasting room. So some of the most boring, rich, privileged white people of all yeah. time just made podcasts. So I listened to 15 hours of podcasts. <laughs> That is so much work. And then, and here's the thing. At the end of it, we broke down like one podcast, made fun of the social media of another because we're like, I don't know how to feasibly do this without being like heinous. And this is my yeah. hometown. So we, uh, I, I just like did a whole commentary video on that. And then during it, I did this like very weird satirical voiceover vlog and like breaking into the campus itself. Yeah, right. And it aired apparently during their finals week. So during finals week, they're like witch hunting, trying to figure out like, I, and I've been in LA this entire time, like the whole two weeks since then. <laughs> they're at your house with flashlights. They're so angry. And and some of the things people are angry. It's funny because they're, they're mad because I pointed out homophobia and then they're mad because yeah, I exposed right, like, a hazing ritual. Yeah. And both, they, yeah, horrible things to have. Oh, but, whoa. And they're yeah. like, how dare he say such horrible things in the main office? And I was like, you guys stupid. It's a voiceover. Can you not tell it's a voiceover? It's like <laughs> recorded differently with like music behind yeah. it. And they're like, how dare he say that in the central office? It's been great. In a way, speaking um, to God is like a voiceover. <laughs> so in some ways, you know. Yo, Jesus is just like, and then Miles ate a tuna fish sandwich. He's yeah. literally just vlogging. You're just in his YouTube series. Jesus was a vlogger. <laughs> Jesus. People don't talk about this enough. And honestly, it's about time we say it. Once it's like it's like the walking on water stuff wasn't even that deep, but it went viral. <laughs> he got he got a hundred million views. Walking on water, turning water. He's actually just Zach King. Yeah. He's like the fucking special effects. <laughs> he's yeah, so the magician or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Wow, he really was a viral creator. Yeah, people don't talk about that enough. They don't. They don't. Now, uh, speaking of viral creators, um, you are twenty four. Twenty four years old. Yes, um, uh, as Stanzi put it, you know everything about the internet. Um, uh, and I'm curious, is this something that you always wanted to do? You always wanted to work in content creation? So at 12 years old, back to the lonely brown kid in Alabama <laughs> thing. When I was I, 12, I was chosen by the YouTube algorithm. <laughs> so I started making videos at 12 and, uh, in it, I was like, oh wait, I like being funny. Like I like doing this a lot. Yeah. I'm a terrible editor though. So then Vine came around and I was like six and a half seconds. I can do this. <laughs> right. Built up to 10,000 followers. I did a shameful collaboration with Jake Paul. And that day, that- Collabed with Jake. It's so embarrassing. I have a video. And it's 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 before he became like public pariah, but people still hated him. Yeah. He was still on Disney Channel. So he did a video where I used to wear these like Mickey Mouse gloves. And it's in first it's person. It's always been Mickey. <laughs> it's always been Mickey. It's always well, it was Mickey. so easy. But he, I, he plays his character from Bizardvark, his Disney show. And it's like Mickey meeting his character from Bizardvark. Very crazy video that day. So, so two things happened that day. One, it was my senior year. Yeah. I got a senior superlative. You know, most witty, most handsome, most likely to travel the world. Yeah. I got most likely to be a famous YouTuber. <laughs> Can't make this up. That's adorable. And then Vine announced they were ending. So I hit 10,000 followers. I got most likely famous YouTuber. Made a video of Jake Paul. And then they said, your platform's fucked. <laughs> You're done. That's so funny. Well, how was Jake in person? Was he everything that he's cracked up to be? He wasn't buff yet, I guess. No, he now he's sort of yet. Now he's really puffed up like a like he got sung by a bee. But um, <laughs> he looks insane. He looks, he looks so insane. If you watch Game of Thrones, he looks like the the wildlings. He looks <laughs> he like he looks like Tormund, a... like the giant in, in Game by of the way, Thrones. Hey, Game of Thrones casting. If you're listening. Pop <laughs> Jake Paul in House of the Dragon. Oh my God! Yeah, bring us back <laughs> to the roots. He could be Tormund He's Grave, such whatever. A funny, yeah, I would love that. No, he does look crazy now, but um, yeah. back then he was just like a Disney guy. Yeah, he was still like little little Disney 
the e boy look. I don't know if that's still like a term that's used by young. I'm, I'm it's actually quite offensive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a slur amongst it's white people. Um, it's a slur amongst white people with blue hair. I think two weeks after that was when he did the whole thing where he was like dancing on a news van, and then like Jake Paul the pariah was born. Oh, that's so funny. It was right, right before he did the yeah, yeah. the news van thing was kind of beginning of the end for yeah. everybody. The beginning of the beginning for <laughs> the, the real the next generation. The beginning of the beginning for I remember when the video came out and everyone was like. <gasps> A dark cloud has rolled over Los Angeles. <laughs> Who would have thought? Jake Paul. <laughs> Influencers are different now. There's content houses. <laughs> team 10. Yeah, what does it mean for the world? When Team 10 rolled in. Oh, it's a documentary about Team 10. <laughs> when team 10 yeah, that yeah was when's Casey Neistat going to do that? He did his David Dobrik documentary. Which I really want to see that. I want to see it so badly. And everyone I've it talked to. It have distribution, right? It's and not. it's like, who? why won't you distribute? Uh, HBO, you it'll have nothing do, going for you. fucking do so much numbers. It's, people will watch the hell out of it. Well, anyway... um. We got to get to the phone lines. We do. We do. People are really calling in and they are needing our help. And as always, if people like the show, then they can rate or subscribe it on Spotify. Beautiful. The viewers can subscribe on YouTube so they don't miss an episode of the show. And if they love the show, they can consider joining us on Patreon. We have extended episodes of every episode, including this one. Yeah. We have a real fat, meaty cold open. We do. We talk about really everything under the sun and how you snuck into a crazy party uh, at TwitchCon uh, because you're too damn charming for your own good. Thank you, thank you, and, thank you. <laughs> and how Eugene Liang, for no reason, I'm one of the 15 <laughs> people he chooses to follow. He chooses to follow and he does not follow me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, you can go check that out. And also there's exclusive Platinum episodes every Friday. Recently I did the 420 Bong, ta- bong mm. Cast. Wow. I did the Cranberry Spectacular. There's lots of fun, juicy stuff over there. So go and check it out. But until then, we are going to take some calls here. Now, as always, if you want to call into the show, you can follow the Instagram account. And I'm going to go ahead and give you the deets on how to call into the show. (laughs) But we've got a voicemail here about someone that's wondering, "Mm, should I go ahead and smooch? Ooh, here we go. Hey, Miles. I've got a juicy little date ask. So I'm in (laughs) class with this guy. Well, I was in class with him last semester. And I found out that he might have a girlfriend, but it's a strong might. That was back in February, and we're now almost in May. Anything is possible. Mm. And he did say yes to my date ask, but it's so vague and unclear if it is actually a date or just a cool chill hang between chums. Okay. I'm wondering how I play this casually to find out whether I go for the snooch at the end or not. Wow. A cool chill hang between chums, by the way. By the way, (laughs) there's nothing better than a cool chill hang between chums. It's beautiful. That may be the title of the episode. But um, yeah, how do you know whether it's on? I find that I'm actually pretty good at at, at identifying when specifically it is on. I was, uh, you know, I'm a byproduct of like the dating app realm. So it's like, Simply, it has to be. <laughs> Is that how, you, how did you meet your girlfriend? A dating app. Dating yeah, app. Yeah, dating yeah. app, and and it was great because it wasn't a wasn't an intentional thing of like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna date this girl for a long time. I'm gonna go on a date, and then we uh, we ended up sitting on a dock for six hours until five in the morning, just talking, chatting, and it was great. A cool chill hang between chums. <laughs> cool chill hang between chums. Did not kiss her then because I. Mainly because oh. we talked for five hours straight, yeah. <laughs> and there's dry mouth and exhaustion, <laughs> and like I gotta go. Yeah. But the second date, right, when we actually went to a restaurant and did yeah. like a proper romantic thing, yeah, the candles were low, yeah. right? Yeah, steak <laughs> and Italian <eggs>. restaurant, <laughs> steak and eggs, <laughs> Italian dinner at a diner, <laughs> Italian dinner at a diner. Um, Maybe they've got spaghetti. 
Um, <laughs> well, let's give this person a call back so we can get some details yeah. on this classmate. I know. I want to know if they know the significant other or like the potential one. No, I'm wondering if that was an Instagram investigation or not. Hi, you called Perfect Person, and I'm here to call you back to solve your problems. I'm here with Hassan Kader. Hello there. How you doing? Hi. Sorry, you're here with who? This is Hassan. (laughs) Hey, have you seen a Mickey Mouse puppet? Have you seen a Mickey Mouse puppet on TikTok? No, I'm not. (laughs) Six billion views. Okay, Okay, lots of people. Yeah, six billion. (laughs) Sorry about that. So but, sorry. Yeah. Well, anyway, tell us about this classmate that you are sort of wondering if you should smooch or not. Oh, yes. Okay. So we had um, craft class together last semester. And class? we like that next say, to each did other. Did you say class class? Craft class. Cleft class? Craft? Crafting? Craft? Crafting? Craft? Like C R A S T. Okay. okay so like crafting. Like crafting. A yarn crochet style. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Okay, cool. Continue. Sorry. So, like, it was like a running joke that like, we would sit at the head of the table together every class, mm. and like we had a good rapport. Mm. Um, like he told me, I had a really good presentation once, which was huge. Every time we see each other, it's like always like nice. Like we hug, we chat. He heard oh, me breathe. Like, oh, okay. Wow. Like, this is- Sorry. <laughs> the hug changes things. <laughs> the hug the really hug. is damning <laughs> for this guy. If I'm wondering if it's on and there's a hug every time you see this person. Yeah. Well, first of all, so you're in college? I'm in grad school. Okay. What is a grad school crafting <laughs> class? <laughs> Sorry, oh, yeah. what, kind of, what kind of graduate degree do you have? That, <laughs> it's law school, but it is also we craft and yeah. We make paper snowflakes <laughs> and <laughs> out of the Declaration of Independence. It's, it's a Wait. it's a very small MFA in creative writing, so I can't say like what program it is but it's an mfa in creative okay it's an mfa in creative writing well first of all let me just tell you this if you're in grad school and you are hugging a classmate every time you see them that's your husband that's 100 (laughs) percent yeah he's interested in the long haul there yeah like i'm sort of like okay when i was in high school there were friends of mine that like high schoolers middle schoolers but it's like oh like the hug like people kind of like hugging because it's they don't really know how to flirt yet and that's like (laughs) the like everyone's just like i'd like our like some sort of physical contact and it's very awkward but i think that once you get into grad school like hugs are pretty um they're pretty decided you're like well here's the question right yeah are we talking an arm over shoulder hug are we talking like like a a forward facing like middles touch hug like how how hugging is it there's levels to this it's it's a little little of both um sometimes it's a a one sometimes it's yeah, but it's guaranteed. Touching for sure. <laughs> it'll it'll always happen. Yeah. though. <laughs> it's it's guaranteed. It's yeah. It changes here and there, but it's always confirmed. I mean, yeah. yeah. If there's ever a chance that he's hugging you, well, here's and this is maybe a personal question, but when you hug him, are you putting your arms around his neck? And be honest. Excellent question. <laughs> I I think <laughs> I think it might be it might be a right arm behind neck, left arm under right arm situation. You're flipping upside down. <laughs> no wait. Your right arm behind his neck. You're it's like, like a Spider-Man like Sam Raimi situation. He's like, Tobey Maguire hugging Mary Jane in the rain. Like, that's what that is, right? 
Yeah, that's okay. So <laughs> you're sort of sort like of a, um, you're both crisscrossing. Like a jigsaw puzzle hug. You're, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're, bo- you're both crisscrossing. Oh. So he's going like this, and then he's also going like that, and the arms are making a like X. Wow. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Eating food is something I love to do. <laughs> it's the best part of my day. And luckily, eating better is easy with Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. And let me just tell you, the two-minute window that it takes to get ready is absolutely the thing for me because I'm a busy beaver. Okay, I'm going everywhere. I've got a little son. He goes to bed. I'm exhausted at the end of the day, and I want to eat something yummy. And Factor is there to help me thrive. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Factor sent me a bunch of meals, and I licked the plate clean. Specifically, the filet mignon and mushroom risotto I found to be delish. Also, they sent me some wellness shots, and I gotta tell you, kicking my day off with a wellness shot, we did one with cayenne pepper. We did one that was like, all that juicy, juicy green stuff, I loved. I thought it was like fantastic and I could not get enough of it. Head to factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 and use code perfectperson50 to get 50% off. That's code perfectperson50 at factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 to get 50% off. Shrimp and cocktail, peanut butter and jelly, These are iconic duos. But what about the iconic duo when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling vintage swords or, of course, lovely little clam tarts, <laughs> Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered, baby. No matter how big your business gets, Shopify's there to help you scale and grow while you're selling one clam tart and while you're selling a million clam tarts by the seashore. It's the global force behind Allbirds, Rafi's, Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash perfect person, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash perfect person now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash perfect person. If you're selling stuff, then you're going to want to check this puppy out. Now, Okay, that's like, uh, I mean, that's less intimate than a neck, like your arms kind of going around his neck and his yeah. arms going around your waist and you're sort of embracing. Now, I will say, regardless, mm-hmm. if you're in grad school and you're hugging all the time, then I think that probably, uh, apropos of nothing else, wrong use of apropos, but <laughs> apropos, of nothing, <laughs> apropos of nothing, is usually said apropos of nothing, apropos of nothing else this feels like uh, probably it's on, but I want you to tell me about whether you think that this person maybe has a partner, right? Yes, exactly. So I told my friend, because this one day I just like woke up with this ridiculous bout of confidence. So I texted my friend. I was like, I have to email him today or I'm not going to do it ever. Yeah. So 
I emailed because I don't have his number. So I emailed him a day after. Wow. Okay. That's yeah. Intimate. Like university email. Very serious. <laughs> Dear uh, reader. At edu. Yeah, <laughs> edu, edu. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely at such and such dot edu. Yeah. Um, and so I told my friend and she was like very excited for me. And then she dropped. Oh, but I think he has a girlfriend. Oh. And I said, tell me more. Hmm. And she said, well, I like he introduced me to his girlfriend, but that was at a reading in February. Of that this means year? anything to me. Of this year. Of this year. Of, yeah. Well, tell me if he was hugging you in Feb. That's what I was thinking immediately. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> when did the hugs begin? <laughs> well, the we had class together last semester. So like the hugs began in like October. Oh, shit. Oh, is he hugging multiple girls? <laughs> He's just going around campus. Yeah, the whole program. Everybody in the wow. campus. Wow. So he he's hugged you last. He's a serial hugger. He's a serial <laughs> hugger. So he hugged, started hugging you last yeah. October, and he's continued to hug you through the year. That's right. Yeah. But that's. I'm also like a pretty big hugger. And like, I'm sort of known around the house. <laughs> it goes from this like incredibly important detail to the story of just like, oh, like I hug is, everybody. Yeah, this is maybe you're, you're inciting She like hug. hugs her Starbucks, uh, Starbucks barista. Yeah, right. <laughs> Can I get a chai? <laughs> Coming in. At the DMV. Yeah, right. <laughs> thanks, for my, thanks, thanks for my license. <laughs> Can I renew my license? Hey, thanks Let's for, get hey, a hug in there. Thanks for yeah, my yeah. license. Thanks I for my say. license. Thanks it's huge. For, it's really big. But so, okay. Now, what were the words of your email and what was uh, his response? Uh, let's see if I can find it. Oh, I would love exact details. <laughs> Please read it to me word for word. I'll read it out loud. Yeah. Including <laughs> the end that says from PhD student. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Undergrad. Yeah. Originally, the subject was going to be date ask. And then my friend said that was too aggressive. So then I had to change it to hangout. Oh. Which is where the confusion lies. Yeah, I see. I see your. I see yeah. the conundrum here. Yeah, don't listen to your friend. They're bad. Yeah, I don't know what they're talking about. That's a bad. That's dumb. They're toxic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So my email was, "Hey blank, I was wondering if you wanted to go for a drink sometime?" Question mark. And he said, "Hey, oh, fake name." Um, what are we thinking? <laughs> I, I cannot at all. Damien. 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 Okay, cool. Damien's yeah. a wonderful name. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, Damien, that sounds great. Are you going to the reading tomorrow? Oh, that was, okay, so there was an, a reading that weekend. Um, and I said, awesome. To be honest, totally forgot there was a reading tonight. Oh, well, but I'll let you know. Here's my number if it's easier. And then I gave him my number and he texted you, me. You offered the number? Yes. Okay, got it. Yeah, and then he texted me that night um and said hey text is better and then like winky face but oh. not an emoji winky face like an emoticon well it's an email this is over the text this, we've this now moved text. into the text okay, message. okay. yeah but although yeah. i will say if you are jumping platforms it's you, a big sign. It's a big sign that you are horny. Ooh. So I think that <laughs> him being like, oh, like you sending the number and he immediately went to text, which I think is a little like that is kind of a sign that it's on. Instead of him replying to the email like, oh, great, I'll text you. He goes right into the right. phone. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's a sense of urgency. And also a winky face like that should be. It's suggestive. It's you know? very suggestive. Damn. If, by the way, if you're texting winky mm -hmm. faces to people you do not want to smooch, I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. You or put doing. a lot in the in the universe. I don't know <laughs> it's going to come back to you yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, okay, tell me what happened next. 
Um, yeah, so then we were texting for a little bit, and then we planned to go to this bar in Brooklyn. And then uh, it was 420. It happened to be 420. So then we talked about smoking together. Sure. The oh, day comes, oh. and I, like, fully got hit with the worst pollen attack of all time. So then we ended up having to reschedule because yeah. I was a snot bucket, pretty much. Um, and now our date is set for Wednesday. Sounds Wednesday. like a date. It's a date. It's a full-on uh, date. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that uh, we can go ahead and say that this is absolutely a 100%, date. 100%. Yeah. Um, because... Yeah, like he's texting you a winky. You guys are making plans together. Mm. Maybe he had a girlfriend in February, but uh, honey, it's fucking May. It's <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> I've had relationships full length, right. start to finish, yeah. not that long. <laughs> girlfriend, it's May. But yeah, no, I think that you can be fully assured that it is on and yeah. operate with the, under that assumption. Okay. That being said, if you're on the date and he says he has a girlfriend, then you pivot. Mm -hmm. But I think until he says that officially you can kind of go into this, especially if, mm -hmm. if, if you guys brought up smoking together, right? That's intimate. It I is. find that like marijuana at a party shared with a big group is very different than being like, Oh, I'm going to actually, why don't we got to go to your house and we smoke why together? Just the two of us in a room. <laughs> just little... Deeply intimate. <laughs> like there's something very intimate about that. So I think that probably it's right, on. Yeah. This guy wants to jump your bones. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, I think you, um, you should go for it. Give him a big old hug when you see him. Here's my other concern. So I'm the youngest person in my program. Okay. And I've always like sort of kept it on the hush hush because I don't want people to think I'm 14. Yeah. But like he's, I want to say late 20s, early 30s, and I'm 22. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, it, look, here's the thing. Oh, okay, cool. The thing totally. with it, right. I, I mean, it's also like my rule of this stuff is typically uh, with age gaps. If it's weird, it's weird. If you're pursuing him, okay. yeah. different vibe than if he was pursuing you, because then it'd be like, I'm going to look into this guy. No, exactly. <laughs> right. if, if there was somebody who called in right. and they were like, yeah, they're 22, but I actually really want to. And it's like, okay, well, we need to leave a lot of space. <laughs> we need to leave a lot of space to like let things, you know. Uh, work themselves out. But no, I think that that's okay. I mean, I was 24 when I met my wife. She uh, was 30. Uh, anyway, thank you for calling in. Have fun in your date. And uh, hey, I hope you hug him real good. <laughs> thank you so much. And I just want to say, I've like really, I feel like I've become a better person from listening <laughs> to this podcast. So thank you so much. That is really generous. For all the I, laughs. I appreciate that. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you later. Of course. Thanks. Have a good one. All right. Bye. bye. I had the exact opposite feeling. More I listen to this podcast, I think the more evil I became. <laughs> yeah, I got worse. a worse person. Yeah, like I'm legitimately evil I'm now. Poisoning you <laughs> from the brain down in a way. That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, I just remember like being in class with somebody that you flirt with. Like I had like a, a I met a girlfriend from college. That was, like we were in classmates and whatever. It's so fresh and fun when oh, it's man. like a classmate. It's also you know you're gonna see them every week. Yeah, That's it's the prox that. proximity that that kind of. Those relationships are fun because yeah. it's one of two things, right? Where it's like proximity made it so you'd be together and you'd never be together in any other circumstance. Right. And that's why it works. Yeah. And there's the other thing. You're only together because you're next to each other. Right. And the moment that this separates, <laughs> you will fall apart so badly. Yeah, it's like, do we hang out when we don't have to hang out every week? Right. It's a good question. Mm. Especially if you're in grad craft school. What program? <laughs> what what could that have <laughs> possibly been, dude? Is it creative writing? Like crafting? Yeah, that grad school program is making out like bandits. They're like, 
Grad school is fifty thousand dollars a week, but uh, we are gonna have you guys make paper mache. <laughs> <laughs> We're at we have coloring. We have the best Crayola crayons for yeah, you guys to use. The really sharp ones. Well, uh, let's get to another call here. Wait, what? Booty patrol car. <laughs> what? Not neighbor drive. I met him the first time. time he what? Okay. <laughs> I don't know what. This is a very strange message. Hi, Miles. So my conundrum is that my hot neighbor drives this booty patrol car, and I met him for the first time when he <laughs> saw me taking pictures in front of it the other weekend. But I was just too nervous to ask him for any of his details. I want to make a move and, like, give him my Instagram or something. But is it weird? I don't know. I need your help. Okay, thanks. Bye. What is a booty patrol? What could that possibly could that mean, right? Mean? Does it just say booty? It's like an actual cop car, but instead of, like, <laughs> State Department booty patrol. <laughs> booty patrol coming in. I'm so confused. It's also, uh, yeah... Booty patrol. Booty car. patrol. Maybe it's it's got a bumper sticker. Yeah, but it's it seems so pronunciate like like for her to be like taking pictures of the car. Yeah, by just the way. a bumper sticker that feels like you know. No, it feels like it's got to be an official. It's also yeah. Why was she taking pictures in front of it? It's got to be a big sell. Yeah, it's got to be something huge. It's a physical booty put on the back of the car. It's I like no. <laughs> I also love that this is just like people all around the world are trying to hook up with people near them. Yeah, and we're helping facilitate. We're trying that. to make sure that they, if you're nearby, you're, <laughs> you're, you're nearby, having you're having the time of your life. All right, let's give this person a call back here. Oh my God, hello. Hello, you called Perfect Person and I'm here to call oh! you back. I'm here with Hassan. Shut up. <laughs> have you ever seen those Mickey Mouse puppet <laughs> I can't, I can't have TikTok, you do this every time. On TikTok, have you ever seen the Mickey Mouse puppet? No, but I kind of need to. Okay, okay well, that makes me feel better. <laughs> We're going to get one, I swear. Um, well, anyway, tell us what the fuck a booty patrol car is because I'm really curious. Oh my God, you're going to die. So, you know, like the SUV kind of cop cars. Yeah. Yeah. Tacomas, where they Tahos. have like, you, you know. Car guy. <laughs> Limited cop car yeah. guy specifically. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's like the striping on it is green and then there's like a peach emoji on it. So it says like booty patrol. Wait, 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 wait. I got to pick. I got to grab the picture of it and read you what everything says. Yeah. Wait, a booty. Is this like a business? <laughs> Like what is this? So, so the thing made? is, so the thing is, I've seen this, but like I've seen this car before, but in like a car car version, you know. Um, I don't. So know. I've never seen it in like an SUV. <laughs> I've never been given such an alarming, confusing description. <laughs> like it's got, it's like a cop car with green stripes, and there's a peach it's emoji. It makes no fun. And then describe it as a car car. Can you can you t- a car car? Can you text the uh, the text line four two four two eight four nine six one four? Text this number. A, oh my god! A yeah, picture of the car because we're gonna need to see what's yeah. up. All right. Wow. So here's what this car is. So. It's a, uh, it is quite literally a, it's exactly what I thought it was initially. It, yeah. It's a white cop looking car. And then on the side, like yeah. they've had a custom paint job that has a big peach emoji that is more than just a peach emoji. It is a cheeks. Yeah. And, uh, and it says booty patrol. We swerve for curves. Incredible. And it says chief on the back. So, 
He's the chief of booty patrol. So he's the chief of he's booty patrol. Chief. And I just want to clarify, you yeah. found this charming. <laughs> <laughs> you found I this- found it as like an opportunity to go take a picture in front of it. Okay, cool. But then I thought you said that you found you thought the guy was like cute and you were like, and I kind of want to date him. Well, okay. I don't want to date him. I'm just like BTS. Uh, oh wow! Wow, the booty patrol wow. really works. You know, it really does. This is this guy's dream, by the way. To this be is- like, this guy when he bought this car was like, "Holy <laughs> shit, dude! I'm gonna get so much booty." And here's the thing: no one other than you yeah. ever considered <laughs> giving him anything but a stern glance down the road. Guys, the booty patrol mobile works. Come on, this is gonna change his life. Yeah, you were giving this guy exactly what he wants, which is so fucking funny. So you're wondering how do you get access to the booty guy yeah <laughs> yeah so i i need to give you more backstory so my when we went to go take pictures in front of it my mom was like taking pictures of me in front of it right <laughs> and then the guy comes she was so for it she's so cool um she was like yeah let's do this and then she was like get in the angles that is and then cool, he actually. like comes out I know she's a rock star, but like he, so then he comes out and then he's just like chilling. And I was like, Hey, um, can you turn the light on? <laughs> uh, and then, mean- so he turns the light on. Got it. Cool. Okay, great. Just yeah. lots of pictures in front of the booty car with your mom. Yeah. Yeah. But then I was just so nervous and I was like, Oh my God, I can't say anything. I was like, okay, bye. But he's like my neighbor. And he was like, yeah, I live on like the third floor or whatever. And I was like, Oh my God, dude, how long have you been living here? I've never seen it before. That's enough information to go off to find him, right? Go to the third floor and just yell booty patrol. I need, I need (laughs) post like a bulletin up on the third floor looking for booty (laughs) patrol chief booty found. (laughs) Like you need to essentially incite the patrol, right? So you need to have an event or an incident that requires them to patrol. Right. Which (laughs) that's incredible. Wait, what you're describing to me is incredible. Like, Like a Polaroid picture of a butt and be like, Booty found. Looking booty for found. booty patrol looking officers bo- to help. <laughs> looking for booty exactly. patrol. Exactly. Also, by the way. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah, like I think you need to do that. Also, this guy lives in your building. It seems like. So he, we live in this house, and our house is like next to an apartment building. But the apartment building is like kind of small. It's just three floors. Oh. Gotcha. I mean, yeah, like if you see this guy's car again, I would just keep it, keep your eyes peeled. But I think also leaving a, <laughs> uh, if you're just DTF, as you said, leaving a, and excuse me, if this is crass, but you're the one who called in photo of, I just say it, yeah. photo of yourself. So he remembers who it is, right? Like a Polaroid. I'm thinking. Yeah. And it says booty found, Cute. not a picture of your booty. Cause we don't want to put your, booty out there right in case somebody else is grabbing it off the windshield <laughs> like, this is great what did i just come yeah, right. polaroid pictures oh booty. my god <laughs> no, picture, a picture of you and just say hey booty found you this is super funny we met the other day and your phone number or yeah. something like that having oh like god. a little envelope keep I it in your pocket that. in case you come across it put it under his windshield exactly right because right? he, he's probably yes. presumably nearby also this guy's a bold guy. I mean, if I know anything about this guy, he is bold. <laughs> he purchased a car f- that is painted forever that says Booty Patrol. I imagine he purchased a car, <laughs> then painted it for it to forever be Booty Patrol. Exactly. No, this was custom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is in no way stock. 
So yeah, I think that you got to hundred percent custom. You got to give him a bold move back. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, you're lucky that he's your neighbor, so he's probably going to be around. If you see this car in the parking lot in the apartment building next to you, put that photo I on know. the windshield, or just a sticky that says like, "We met the other day, and you were really cute." But I think the the photo. Okay, but photo's nice. Level above. So that's not weird to like put something on his car and All be of it's like, weird if we're being honest. Nothing about the situation is normal, so don't be normal. It's be weird. <laughs> this guy is not this guy's weird. Right. This guy's like, super weird. This is a super weird guy. <laughs> I mean he's He's like asking for this type of attention. One hundred million percent. And you're the first person to give it to him. Let me also, a million percent. I, I don't know much in this universe. I don't know that much, but I do know with a million percent certainty that if you leave something on this guy's windshield, he's not going to be like, "Whoa, that overstepped my boundaries." <laughs> Whoa, I, <laughs> Whoa, I can't I, believe hey, I was not asking for this. I went to the farmer's market and this was on my car. How dare? Yeah, how you posted? This is my safe you? space. This is my home, and she encroached in my private space. <laughs> this is my private space, and honestly. The booty patrol mobile is not a place for people to post their 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 desires to kiss me. Yeah, but no, I think that absolutely booty patrol. This is his greatest dream. You're gonna make his yeah. dreams come true. And if he was cute, oh my he, god, I hope so. Yeah, there's no way. Any there's no He's other so scenario cute. where this goes wrong. I don't think. No, this doesn't go wrong for you. This goes absolutely perfect for you. Okay, well, here's the other thing is like my mom was like hanging out on the porch, right? She comes inside and she's like, there's some girl like putting some like suitcases in the in the trunk and like grabbing some bags. And my mom's like, I think she's moving out. Is this his girlfriend? And I was like, dude, my chances are over. But my mom's like invested in the story. Too. I would just, I, there's no way. If, if, if Booty Patrol guy has a significant <laughs> other, I'll be pretty surprised yeah it's a bold thing to let your significant other drive okay, a booty right? patrol car right like yeah but i mean maybe she's also on booty <laughs> patrol like maybe they patrol together i mean that's also a maybe it's just a dtf situation for them too yeah. in and out suitcases in the suitcases, in, suitcases out like at the very least it's worth the investigation yeah because it seems like booty patrol guys pretty free, yeah. free flowing and love yeah love wheeling so i would put that i put get ready get the little note ready put yeah. it on there put it on and there. what happens happens what happens, okay. happens i'm absolutely going to be needing a call back though um uh once you sort of uh venture down this rabbit hole because i want to know if booty patrol guy really lives up to the badge you know what i mean i wonder if it's still out there it's outside right now. <laughs> it's outside right now. Go Put him on. Let's listen to what happened. Put him on. Mr. Booty Patrol. <laughs> Mr. Booty Patrol. Chief. Put your hands on the wheel. <laughs> Show me that photo. <laughs> That's why, dude. Okay, That's- it's not there, but... Yeah. Got it. Well, well hey... Uh, it's not there, but it's going to come back. Best of luck. I, I, I wish you all the best, and I think that you're absolutely going to meet the Booty Patrol guy and potentially have a little fun time. Get exactly what you need from him. Oh, yes. I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling in. I'll talk to you later. I appreciate it. Okay. Thanks. Have a good day. Bye. Right, bye. Bye. Wow. Wow. Those she, thrilling. She's the target demographic of like a joke that was not meant for <laughs> success, right? No, that's a joke that's like, this is not going to work in any way. This is so dumb. Yeah. And it's for my friends to make fun of me. Yeah. And here he is. Here he is reigning in the exact person that needs to be seeing it. Wow. It really gives you hope out there. It does. In a way. Yeah. Takes us back to J-Man. <laughs> back to the guy upstairs. You know, that's funny because it, it also like, that's so, uh, did she mention that she lived in a beach town? 
Because no. to me, it's it fe- so beach town. Why did I, the whole time? That's all I could picture. <laughs> Literally, the, me too. I don't know. And it, it was like the the small apartment thing <laughs> yeah. too. Like there was so much texture in that story. Sand. Booty there's sand pa- everywhere. There's sand everywhere. Booty patrol feels like a thing that somebody drives around beach towns yes. looking for like girls in bikinis or whatever. And like, hey, booty patrol. They have like a little horn. Yeah. No, that's exactly how wow. I was picturing it. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> this guy is just goes to the beach and he booty patrols. Wow. And good for him, honestly. Great for him. Yeah. Living your best life. Living your best life. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the phone lines here because we're going to go ahead and need to keep solving these conundies. Hi, Miles. Uh, My boyfriend and I got in a fight on our anniversary again, and this time it was because he had said he had felt I was a catfish the whole relationship. Uh, So I wanted to just, you know, go over that with you. Give me a call back. So curious what that means because they're in a relationship. So how could she be a catfish? Maybe that's just like his uh his in anger way to get back at like, the whole time I thought you were a catfish I just stood here. Yeah, maybe he was just hungry. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were, I thought you were catfish or fries or fucking You're at best a tilapia. It's okay. not the same. <laughs> let's get this person to come back. Hello. Hello, you called perfect person and I'm here to call you back. I'm here with Hassan Kader. Holy shit, I'm walking through Philly right now. So if you hear city sounds, that's what that is. Hell yeah. Have you seen the Mickey Mouse videos on TikTok with a puppet? <laughs> I I have, unfortunately. There Yo, there that's me. Hi, how you doing? That, I'm Hussin. <laughs> oh shit, I'm so sorry. No, no, that no. Mickey Mouse scares me. No, it scares me. It's yeah. in my mind. It's scary. It's a scary <laughs> thing that he does. Well, uh, that is a scary concept. Tell us about the fight that you and your boyfriend are having. So we're pretty confused over here. Oh, yeah. I, yo, I was just like, I can only put this in 15 seconds. So I was trying to be concise. But um, we just had our two year anniversary in the beginning of March. And he like. <laughs> Sorry, I hit, I hit the wrong. Um, I hit the wrong sound effect. It was. Was, no, that worked. <laughs> sorry, it was supposed to be this. <laughs> so different. I feel like both work. We could have used that one for booty patrol. Dude. Oh, <laughs> man. Boing. Oh, we really should have. <laughs> Damn it. Love to give her a call back. <laughs> so we just had our two-year anniversary, and he, like, picked a fight, and he did yeah. last year on our anniversary, too, which is really dumb. Yeah. But he said that he was holding on to um, that from when we first started dating. He felt like I was a catfish because we met on Bumble and we met in like February of 21. So I wasn't exactly like going out and having sexy pics during COVID. Yeah. So yeah. I had gained like I had gained like 15 pounds. And then apparently he was holding that in for two years that he felt like a catfish him. And I was just livid. Oh, that's after that statement. So that's- fucking crazy, by the way. First of all, the pick a fight on the anniversary, but also to be like so he was he was accusing you of having photos that didn't match how you looked because you had gained a tiny amount of weight a minuscule a amount very tiny amount during the time where the world gained weight i had the covid depression yeah, yeah of course yeah. by the way first of all who gives a shit right and, uh second of all like what a weird thing for him to bring up on your anniversary. Yeah. Like kind of a cruel I thing. know. Legitimately yeah. messed Dude. up. Dude. What, what was his Dude. What was his like defense? Like when you were like that's fucking stupid. Like why did you say that? Yo. So he does this thing and I don't know if it's cuz he's like a very anxious boy that's also very stupid sometimes. Love him to death. Yeah. He acts silly. He does this thing where he's like I'm not sure 
And it's been two years. And I'm like, baby cakes, if you're not sure, I don't know what to do with that. Like, that's not my problem, you know? Not sure about the relationship? Yeah. He was like, I'm not sure Ooh. if I want to be with you. And I was like, let me make it easier. Like, we'll take a break. And then I didn't talk to him for yeah. several days. And then he was like, I'm so sorry. I fucked up. And I was like, yeah, no shit. How, how, how old are you? Oh, my God. So I'm 26 and he's 28. And we've been together two years. Um, yeah, no, yeah, this has no, to end. This has to end. <laughs> this has to go really away sorry. immediately. I can't stress how much. I think, and look, you've been dating for two years. I guess, well, first of all, before we, because that's also how I feel, but <laughs> before we get a little too harsh, why don't you tell me what you like about the relationship? Just so I can, so I can make oh sure my to, God. to give your druthers, uh, but uh, to give, you know, the positive side of it, because I'm also feeling how Usson's feeling. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. So he's like, Surprisingly, the other end of this, he is very loving and supportive and had never said a single thing about like my body or weight. And it always gassed me up like the whole relationship. And I'm a thicker bitch. And that's always been fine with me. Mm -hmm. And he's a thicker boy. And that's my preference. Mm -hmm. um, so this really took me off guard. But good things. He's very supportive and loving and like supports me of like going to school and like following my dreams mm -hmm. and doesn't mind that I have to like work more and make money and he's good at when I need like validation when I get anxious he's really good about that and he makes me feel love and he does romantic things and gets me cute little sappy gifts that show that he's like listening to me and he talks about our future a lot and how much he wants it I was really thrown like this really caught me off guard to say the least totally because we yeah we always are talking about living together and I had called you before about the living together situation, which is totally fucked because he lives with his roommate and his roommate's a, like a big ass misogynist. So it's a whole thing. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay. So it seems like we'll stay on task. Yeah. <laughs> we'll pick one thing we'll today. Pick one thing, yeah, we'll pick one thing. Cause obviously one giant that's problem for the day. Super fucking crazy. Um, but, uh, no. Okay. So it seems like probably if I was to, like you say that he's very loving and stuff like that. Obviously, like he should never be saying he's shit about your. Boy. He should be never be saying shit about your body in any way, like ever. I ever, know. Really, I was right? so like, surprised. That's really crazy, but it does seem like you're sort of describing that that's out of character for him. And I'm wondering if he's having, like, the the reason he said. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt here, even though he kind of does right. not deserve it, in my opinion. But uh, I'm wondering if. He's feeling this anxious feeling of like being questioning the relationship, questioning his place, having an anxiety, and it's like manifesting by him self destructing and saying something like pretty cruel. Wow, I mean that that's the devil's advocate there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Because like that's a crazy thing to say at all. But right. also, two years in, yeah, two years in. But also, like on your anniversary, that feels to me really specifically. Uh, relevant and what? that it's a time where there's lots of like he's to, getting freaked out yeah it's like the anniversary you're thinking about the future you're thinking about whatever and he's like blah, like I'm feeling these things and I don't really know how to express them in a healthy way or I don't have friends that I'm comfortable being emotionally vulnerable with my friends not. are misogynists yeah, my, friend, exactly. <laughs> my friends actually hate women so they're not really helpful with relationships yeah, right. all my friends yeah. are women so I can't Him really his friends describe. aren't exactly swimming and gals you know yeah, that's I picked up on that yeah. based on what I know um, yeah he's very like shy, like formerly pudgy kid, didn't get attention from girls. And I'm just like, baby cakes, you're beautiful. I'm very supportive and like loving and like, hey, maybe get into therapy because you're like 
straight male mindsets really harsh in my vibe. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, yeah. probably the thing to do is to be, I think you obviously do the right thing where you're just like, oh yeah, like I'll make it easy for you. Like one, you should never yeah. be taking this type of shit from him, but you also need to let him know like, I don't care if you're going through some sort of emotional breakdown. You're never allowed to take that out on me. That's exactly what I was thinking. That like, yeah. no matter how bad a lash out is based on like the circumstance situation surrounding it, yeah. there are lines. And yeah. there are lines like you cannot, you can't talk about your body like that. You can't just Never. Like, Fucking and, insane. And during an anniversary and stuff like that, like no matter how bad an anxiety attack is or, or anything of the sort, as a person who struggles that myself, it's it's never an excuse to lash out at the people you love that way because then you don't really love them that much, do you? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. No, I think that's a good point, too. It's like the lines of what's appropriate and what's not. Like, to me, it's super common if for anyone if there's in a relationship that you're going to have gripes, you're going to get frustrated, you're going to be grumpy. Like, maybe you're just like, ah, you say something that's like a little bit rude or you say it in a rude way or you curse. In a, you know what I mean? Like, that's all super common. Like saying cruel stuff about your body, fucking kind of unacceptable. It's and, entirely unacceptable, and it's yeah. it's so targeted and intentional yeah. right. that that, regardless of how it came out, was rooting around up there, it was bouncing around inside of the noggin. You yeah. you don't just off the cuff. I'm assuming right. this guy's not like a comedian, and he's really witty and fast paced based on the information I've been given. So he's not going to off the cuff be like, I thought you were a catfish early on. He's not going to like <laughs> yeah. come up with that line out of nowhere. Does this ever happen to you? <laughs> <laughs> like he's not doing material. He's like doing something to hurt your feelings, which is fucked. So I think that you probably need yeah. to do two things. Like one, yeah, address that. You can't ever, like that's a line that you can't do. I'm not going to stand for that because it's fucked up. Second thing. Uh, I told him that. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. You're on the right track. Second thing is just like, what is the root of what you're talking about? Is it something we can talk out? If not, talk to your parents about it. Talk to your friends about it. Talk to your to a therapist about it. But it's clearly something that's eating at you, and this is not the healthy way to take it out. Otherwise, like, and I think it's hard after two years especially, but you need to be like, this is not permanent. I don't just stick around forever regardless of what experience you're going through. Like a relationship's two people choosing to be together. So it's like if he's going through something, that's fine, but it doesn't really have anything to do with you. And like, if he's going to take it out on a weird way on you, then you don't deserve that. And then you have to kind of um, fade away, as it were. Yeah, that's what I told him because he did this on our first anniversary, too. And I'm like, I get that you're anxious because I'm significant and I have expectations of you. Yeah. But you don't get to talk to me however way. Because I used to have like an eating disorder and I worked past that a lot. And when he says that, I was like, I'm so sorry that like you're internalizing how you feel about your body and putting that on me, Ooh, but I've yeah. loved myself for years. Yeah. And if you don't like, that's not my problem. Someone else will. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, you're doing all the right stuff. I think that it's unfortunate you have to deal with this stuff. Uh, but if you, cause it's hard to leave a relationship, it's always yeah. harder to leave than it is to stay. So if you're in this relationship and you're feeling, I mean, how are you feeling? Are you feeling unsatisfied? Are you feeling this is like, an untraditional uh, problem in an otherwise great relationship? Um, it is a problem that has come up now uh, more than I would like because yeah. it's come up on the anniversaries. Sure. For us to stay together, I kind of, I, I don't want to say demanded because I'm not using that word, mm -hmm. but I said that it's really important to me that he goes to therapy yeah. because I don't think he like take, it, he doesn't express his emotions in healthy ways and I don't think that I should be the butt of that because I'm the nicest person in his life to him yeah 
And I was like, if you're going to push me away, that's whatever. But you need to go to therapy if you want to stay together. And like you say, you want to be a husband, but you're not acting like it. So, you know, go learn to communicate effectively. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Damn yeah. right. Hell yeah. Do your thing. Say it. I will say, though, uh, keep in mind, even if he does go to therapy, therapy has to be a choice. Anybody yeah. forced into it, whether you're a kid, an adult, whatever, circumstantially, um, a lot of times you won't be able <clears throat> sorry, to do the growth that you need to do. You need to be able to confront a lot of very adult thoughts. And the only way to do that is when you're deciding to to get there. Yeah, I think that's really important. Like, yeah, it's that's like, what I'm hoping. You know, like it's got you've got to see it from him. Uh, and I think you've got the total right mentality. It's like you can't. Um, I saw this. Uh, well, I like to say I read an article. I saw a TikTok. <laughs> um, <laughs> I read an article that um, I, saw I listened yeah. to NPR and I, I heard this. To, yeah, this is an audio book, <laughs> I think. But um, uh, it was about uh, this person being like, this is something that's trying to change my view on relationships. You know, you th- you think about a relationship, and uh, in sixty seconds, you can rile up your partner. You can probably like, if you know someone really well, you can make them angry. Like, you know how to push their buttons. Mm-hmm. But a really good relationship means that in the same sixty seconds, you could calm them, you could ease their anxieties, you could make them feel better. And I think you have to think about like yeah. he's obviously able to push your buttons, uh, but is he able and willing to do the opposite to try to ease your anxieties, calm you know you, and make you feel better? Versus like taking away your shine. Very much so. And that's why I, even though my friends are very pissed off, rightfully so, they're like, we're not a fan of his because he said this. And I was like, that checks out. He is like when I'm also having anxiety or very sad, he's very supportive and loving and knows how to like nurture me. Mm -hmm. The other day I was just crying because, you know, hormones, being being a person. Every Um, day, of course. Yeah. Twice a day. (laughs) Morning, night. (laughs) Go. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, oh, I'll make you tea. And like, he wrapped me up cozy in a blanket, like a little burrito, put like a cute little show on for me and just gave me lots of kisses. Like he is so nice to me that when he does these mean things, I'm like, why? I'm so taken off guard. Totally. Like it's so out of character because he's such a, like a nice gentle boy, except for when he gets all of his anxiety bottled up. And then he's like, full Irish man. And I'm like, whoa. (laughs) <laughs> Full Irish therapy is a banging on that door for yeah, him. He yeah, needs baby. to make that choice and and get into it. Yeah, big time. No, yeah, it sounds like therapy. Yeah, he's looking and, into it. You know, therapy yeah. or just like honestly, you know, therapy is important. Having just open vulnerability with both you and with like other friends of his is really important. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel very I lucky don't know if that he does. you know, yeah, a lot of people don't. I feel very lucky that like my friend group is like. We're all fucking talking about our feelings constantly, nonstop. <laughs> like that's just how we are. I think a lot of people struggle with that. Uh, and uh, me and my girls are like that. We're yeah. like, oh, we're struggling. Here's this, but you know, his friends are dudes, and they're like uh, silly, like straight dudes. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? Silly like, little straight, silly little straighties. They don't know what you to hate do. To see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't know what to do with their feelings. <laughs> Um, well, anyway, yeah, because yeah. like I'm a queer woman, so I was really yeah. thrown off. I was like, why are we not like talking about our feelings right now? I'm totally. thrown off wildly. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, it's also just, yeah, it's hard for people to do. It sounds like obviously it's like, this is clearly not about uh, a frustration with you. It's about something else, maybe something internal, maybe you know, his own anxiety, but he's just taking it out in a way that's shitty and not fair to you. So I think you're doing all the right things. Uh, Thank you for calling oh God, in. Yay. Uh you're you're on the right track. Yeah, demand that uh he treats you what you're worth. And I think uh also if you yeah. if you if you know if this continues over the next couple months and you're looking for permission to break up with this person, you've got it. Yeah. 
Locked and loaded. Locked and, <laughs> locked and loaded. Ready to go. Locked and loaded, ready to go. I think this oftentimes people are just sort of searching for permission or approval and mm-hmm. uh, you don't need it. If you want to do it and you feel like this stuff hasn't changed, you can break up. And then, you know, down the road, if okay. you f- he changes, whatever, you can get back together. There's no permanence. Uh, you just got to do what works for you. Oh, yeah. Do you guys need a name for me? What's my name? I always wonder when I listen to your episode. Starburst. Starburst. Is Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Um, I am too. Yeah. No, that's fine. <laughs> I'm hungry for a Starburst. Um, well, uh, Starburst, thank you for calling in. Oh, yeah. Thanks for calling me back. This is a, a, such a journey for me. Thank you. Absolutely. You're the best. I will listen in my car. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Mickey Mouse puppet you hate, by the way, yeah. giving you advice. That's so right. The just... I don't hate him. He scares me deeply with the things he thinks. <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. fair. That's, that's absolutely valid. fair. <laughs> well, uh, you have a fantastic evening. Have a nice evening. Congrats on the baby. You made a human. Nice job. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, he's real chunky. He's been talking <laughs> up a storm recently. Wow. It's been crazy. Oh, little juju. Little juju. All right. Bye. Toodles. Toodles. Wow. Bada bing, bada boom. The one person who knew me had, I think, the most important <laughs> like, yeah, question. The most important question. The one person who was like, okay, wait, I have something that's like Sincere. legitimately a thing. Yeah, and then right. Booty Patrol. <laughs> Does this guy who obviously likes me like me? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, that brings us to the end of the show. Wow. A segment that we like to call Get Real. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you've talked about uh, your podcast a little bit, Bad Days. Yeah. Your bad days are your best stories. They are indeed. There's the tagline. It's great. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I guess, what are some of your worst days that you feel like have led to your character growth? Or like, what's a bad day for you? Because I feel like, I agree, by the way. I have a lot of like difficult experiences in my life and usually I learn something or it's a great story that I can tell to people that makes me feel seen. What's a bad day in particular that you feel like you have learned and grown from? Okay. See, it's crazy because based on how uh, you you set me up for like the biggest layup answer ever, this feels like my brand. I don't have something prepared for this. Uh, (laughs) I should get a story locked and loaded. Um, What immediately came to mind, I think it's because the topic is very relationshipy. This episode is um, I had a I had a little heartbreak. I had um, and and it wasn't a bad day. It was a bad bad couple years, and it was because of a uh, silly little high school husband got into uh, a four month relationship that he decided would dictate the next four years of his life. So that uh, that heartbreak. It was tough, and I remember being in it and, and having trouble getting out of bed and having trouble thinking straight and yeah. if I, losing touch with everything that brought me joy. My motivation in life was <laughs> my motivation in life was to to get this girl or to do this thing to make her happy, and it was yeah. wasn't about me anymore. And uh, by being the saddest little weirdo, I had the most fun. I yeah. became the the talk of the town. And when I'm when we're at a party or whatever, it's like, what's the weirdest thing that you've done recently? It's like, well, I got sad about this thing, this thing, and it's it's always funny. It's told yeah. in a way that is is incredible. Um, and then what's a and then a smaller version of that? I played sports. I was a football guy. Yeah. I went to a show choir competition and I broke my ankle tripping off the stairs. And I tell that story all the time. <laughs> Unrelated to my time in show choir, I just fell off the stairs and broke my ankle. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. That's so. so funny. Well, you know, you, you mentioned of heartbreak, like at a very young age. How old were you when you had this? 18. Heartbreak? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I have, yeah. I mean, that stuff hits so hard when you're that young, too. Like, yeah. I found so too. I mean, at least for me, like times when I experienced heartbreak when I was really young, uh, it's so often like maybe it started and it was about the person and then it quickly became, it was like, no, there's a deficiency in the way that I am being and treating myself. 
and I'm manifesting it through this heartbreak. Exactly. When I was in college, I hit this, and it's like, I was like, God, this, I'm like, I was so depressed because I, you know, it was this person. I was like, oh, why don't they just want to be with me? And it's like, really, it had very little to do with them <laughs> and a lot more to do with probably like the way I was treating myself, my feeling of self-worth, yeah. all that kind of stuff. I think that's a good lesson for like people, especially when you're younger, is that uh, so much of relationships, if you're, if you feel like totally frenzied about someone, sometimes that's a good time to look internally and be like, okay, well, what, what am I judging about myself that I think this person will solve? Like, yeah. what is the, do I think I'm not funny or uh, funny enough or beautiful enough or whatever and, I, and I'm looking to this person to be like well if I only was dating them then I would have those things right um, yeah a pinch yeah. deeper in in therapy for the last three years the yeah. the root of that situation ended up being it was I felt unworthy of being loved and yeah. that was the first person to, to love me and yeah. in that way outside of family and whatever yeah. and and it resonated and then that's why I was lost searching for it and yeah, now right. now you just learn to like yourself and yeah. the other voices in your head. <laughs> Mickey included. Sadly, yeah. Sadly, yeah. No, I think, yeah, I mean, that's a journey for me. I, I mean, I've talked about this a little bit, but I um, I haven't been to therapy in a couple years. Uh, it's been a while. It's probably been like five years since I left New York, and, I, and I'm, uh, I miss it, and I think also a lot has changed in my life since I was last at therapy. Um, it's funny because after therapy, sometimes you'd be like, well, great, I'm done. Yeah. And then you kind of like, like, it's like, I'm well, cured. I'm well now. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, yeah, I'm interested in getting back into therapy uh, to talk about new stuff like, you know, my son and my like next phase of my career and like being in Los Angeles and just having a different phase of my life. So I'm, uh, I'm looking to get back into it. Love it. I love to hear it. I'm a big, aggressive therapy advocate, if you will. I'm oh, like, yeah. Angry at people like, get, get in there, no, get in that chair so, and cry. It's also like the, the person we just talked to, it's funny because I actually, I do think that. For a lot of people, uh, especially dudes and especially straight dudes, it's very difficult for them to express their emotion. And I think that one, therapy is really important, but also being able to express, like I think that I would be absolutely drowning were it not, if I wasn't, because I'm not in therapy, if I was not able to express vulnerable things, right. my flaws to my friends. Like I think that being able to voice that stuff, stuff you're really scared about, stuff that's like, Hard to really talk about, but I talk to my friends about it all the time, and I feel very lucky that I have that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I've I have the exact same thing at home. That's why yeah. that's why I don't move to LA anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, you it's, have a community. Yeah, I yeah. have I have the people, and I'm in that window of time post college where everybody, uh, you know, they haven't found their jobs and their girlfriend. They're in Alabama, so like be married in like two years, whatever. <laughs> Even people who don't have a girlfriend right now will be married in yeah, two right. years. <laughs> but we're in the window, and I'm going to enjoy that window of time where I have these people, and then you know life's going to happen, and we'll be you know less in touch. But yeah, I, I drive home. They're like, we need to be vulnerable and talk about. Talk about things that make us uncomfortable. Because yeah. if we don't, then we're always going to be uncomfortable. Totally. No, I love that. Well, um, thank you so much for doing the show. Of course. This is a pleasure. Uh, well, why don't you tell people where they can find you and uh, what you're working on? Yeah. So you guys can find me at Hassan Kader on everything that's H-A-S-S-A-N. And I think you could hit enter and then you'll find me at that point. But then if not, K-H-A-D-A-I-R. Very long foreign name. Bad branding, guys. Don't make your actual first and last <laughs> Wait, name. By the way, I have to talk to you about Hudson Carter before yeah. you go. <laughs> I got recommended. I was like, wait, is that Hudson? Like, what is going on? What so, is that? It's my white person name. Okay, here's the thing. That account now has like 230,000 followers. And it was like my my Instagram spam account in high school where I just post weird things like, like sad boy stuff, whatever yeah, it might right. be. And then I like, 
posted I, I I privated that stuff and I posted some like Mickey Mouse clips or whatever. Yeah, right. And then that account is steadily gonna beat my main account at some point. But it's Hudson Kader, Hudson Carter. That's so funny to me. I love that. Incredible branding, truly. Um but yeah, yeah uh Hudson Kader is the brand, but then the the main project that I'm working on that I'm head over heels in love with is Bad Days. Uh both the podcast, which is coming back soon, but the uh, the commentary channel. I've put yeah. in so much work into uh, just deep diving into situations I have no business being a part of. <laughs> and uh, it's youtube.com slash bad days pod. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we're doing we're doing everything. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. Well, that rocks. Uh, check out Hassan. And until next time, everybody, know, know that no matter where you are, no matter what your struggles are, that perfection is always a call away. <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.